Hello and welcome to this special episode of Raju Bangaya Podcast. I'm Raju. And, and I'm Podcast. And, and I'm Bangaya. <laughs> yeah, you're, this is Raju Bangaya Podcast, and you're with Raju and Podcast, and now a gentleman named Bangaya. At the end of the last episode, oh, by the way, the person is my brother, Raheel. The end of the last episode, Fahad and I were asking you if you'd like to join as our a frequent guest or a mm-hmm. third co-host. And yes. I think your mic just dropped. There's a real cliffhanger. Yeah. So we're like, hey, are you there? And then you just don't say anything. So I had to edit all that out because it makes us look like losers. Oh, it would have been amazing if you kept that in because then it would have added some continuity to our podcast. That's true. I, I could I, probably edit it back in. And I can also just not answer this time also. <laughs> so <laughs> That'll just be a thing that happens at the end where you, exactly. nobody knows what happens to you. Yes. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Raju Bunga Podcast. Today, we are talking about Shahan's movie called One Tuka Four. How come, how come you got real like... Yeah, do you have to say it like that? Yeah, One Tuka Four. Okay, I realized that I did that. I realized I did that, but then I was like, I don't know how to say it. One Tuka Four. That sounds oh, weird. One Tuka Four. That's it's true. Like, have you, uh, do you guys remember a time when you used to call it... Uh, Pakistan instead of Pakistan, or was it always Pakistan for you? Because oh, I make an effort to say Pakistan even when I'm when I'm uh, speaking in English to you know an American. I feel like Obama normalized Pakistan for me, but That's up true. until that point, it was a real uh, struggle trying to figure out what do I say. So now I say Pakistan. I always said Pakistan, and then they would always be like, "What?" And then I'd have to say Pakistan. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember. I remember saying uh, Pakistan for a while but then i also remember feeling like a piece of shit when i did it yeah because i was like i know it's pakistan but then you also don't want to be like the guy that goes like burrito you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you yeah. are maybe maybe you know not to uh speak on behalf of the are they latinx now is that what we call them it's latinx what is that noise in the background i was playing with father's blood pressure monitor <laughs> Can you not? Can you go sit down in a quiet place? All right. I'm, Sounds like you're slapping butts in the background. I'm just recording at the strip club. Uh, <laughs> I'm really taking a risk by doing it uh, during COVID. <laughs> Everybody's wearing masks. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah fine. exactly. Yeah, it's fine. It looks so much better. Yeah, and I'm sure that like at strip clubs, they are six feet away from you. Unless you're getting a lap dance, obviously. Oh, I do not want to go down this road okay. um, talk about this right now but they i would like to tell any new jersey uh listeners that strip clubs are open again so oh about it. you know what this movie doesn't have strip clubs but it could have it, it could have definitely it's, used it's almost there i mean there's a back room at kkv's club yeah the flamingo club i think KK, kkv's club is a strip club right I don't know. It's as close as you could get to a strip club in an Indian movie from like 2000. I think the closest you can get to a strip club in an Indian movie is a mudra. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But mudras, they come over, right? Or isn't that the deal? Oh, no. I guess you go to a kota. You can go to it, but then you're just, it's a prostituents. Then you're just straight up buying sex. No, but it's not a strip club anymore. And a show. Yeah, you you do get a show. There is a thing. But the intention is really that, like, Oh, wait, you don't speak to what somebody's intention is. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait, I'm sorry. No, no, I have a question. Wait, I could like dancing. Wait, if you go to a strip club in New Jersey, yes. can you, can you can procure you sex? Yeah. Well, it depends on how like disgusting a place you go to. You can procure sex anywhere you want to. Procure That's sex true. at a doctor's Walmart. office. <laughs> 
doctor's office. <laughs> All right. Well, this movie is uh, <laughs> not about any of those things. This movie is this from movie from two thousand one or two thousand? It is two thousand one. Yes. All right, and it is uh, it's starring Sharhan. Juhi Javla, and as the credits said, above all, Jackie Shroff. Did you guys see that in the opening credits? I didn't. Uh, yeah, but. it said like above all else or something like really absurd like that. Like, I wonder if he got that written into his contract that he was like, I'll be in this movie, but. I mean, he was probably doing them a favor. He was only in it for a few minutes. Yeah. No, he was in there for a solid hour. He was yeah. in for half the movie. Okay, so it's Jackie Shroff, Sharhan, and Juhi Javla. Jackie Shroff and Sharhan play... Uh, are they, what are they, is that the DEA? No, I think the, they're, the, they're just regular old Mumbai police. Mumbai. But I think they're like special, special yeah, police. They're special police? cops. They're, they're drug cops. They're drug cops, yeah. Vice cops. Drugs yeah. branch. Yeah, the drugs branch of the Mumbai police. And Chauhan plays a guy named Arun, and Jackie Shroff plays a gentleman named Javed. Javed. Yeah, Javed Bhai and Arun are as different as they could be. One is a good cop and the other one's a bad cop. Obviously, Javed Bhai is the stable, well thought out, uh, good cop. And Arun is just a firecracker. He just wants to have shoot downs and pew, 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 pew. Yeah. And Javed. <laughs> yeah, Javed is the Danny Glover and um, yes. Arun is Mel Gibson. Yeah, yes. that, that's basically what this movie is. Um, and Javed is a single dad. He's got four kids. And Sharhan is a bachelor, baby. And he's got a weird-ass apartment loft situation, a bachelor pad, and a roommate named Jumpuk who has overstayed his welcome. And the thing that you need to know about these two characters is that Javed likes kids and Sharhan fucking hates kids. <laughs> Like, it is emphasized for, like, 70% of this movie that he hates kids, like, the whole time. Anytime he sees a kid, he's like, fuck you, kids. Like, he hates them. And the kids hate them back. So we meet uh, Javed's children. He's got the four. And, you know, in in the realm of annoying, like, Indian movie kids, they weren't, like, the most annoying. You know, one of them, the main girl, is mm-hmm. uh, is famous. Yeah, she's from Dungo. Yeah, Fana, oh, uh, what was her name? Was Fatima Fana Fatima Sheikh. Yeah. Fatima Fana Sheikh, yeah. She Fatima. did look like somebody that I recognized, and now I'm yeah. on her Wikipedia. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, I would agree that the, I was ready to hate the kids. Um, there was a scene in the beginning where one of them was dressed up as Michael Jackson, um, <laughs> and it was unexplained. Um, and... <laughs> And we, there had were two, we had two Michael Jackson uh, yeah. ups. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. But yes, I mean, in terms of Indian movies with kids, I guess the, the standard is Mr. India, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All those kids are perfect. Um, and then there's a lot of shitty ones. This one was kind of right in the middle. Where do you think uh, Anjali from Kuchkochota lands? I would say she's probably on the same level. As these, these kids? As these kids, because she's she is absolutely annoying, but that ma scene still does it for me. That's great that mm. you're touched by that scene. <laughs> um, so so yeah, Javed is a single dad, and uh, Shahan hates kids, and Juhi Javed. I think we meet her pretty early in the movie. She's an annoying lady on the streets who sells Jackie Shroff tapes, and it's just that like that's all you know. She's just like a super annoying person. 
And her personality is, trait is that she's Punjabi. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. from Haryana. Like that's her only thing. And then she's she's sassy. Are and we she, all in agreement that she's annoying? Because I found her kind of charming. No, I thought she was the best part of the movie. She was pretty funny, even when she was on the street. Yeah, okay, I, yeah I love her. She was her. funny. She was funny. She called him. But Ricky she is. From, yeah. Yeah, Ricky <laughs> yeah. Twice. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So you got Jackie, Shahrukh. Or rather, you got Javed Bhai, Arun, and Lady who sells uh, tapes on the streets. You actually don't find out her name until well into half of the movie. Um, And then you have a bad guy. So the big case that Javed Bhai is working on is this drug bust of this drug mafia lord. I don't know. They use different terms. Drug lord? Mafia boss? Drugs mafia, drugs lord. (laughs) Boss man. Drugs mafia lord. Yeah, named KKV. KKV is, that's choice acting by that gentleman. Oh. That guy uh, is a freaking going for it. Yeah, he is a powerhouse. <laughs> he is not. He got, he was like, fuck your direction. This is my show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like if Tony Montana was on cocaine the entire movie, that's, yeah. that's the energy he bought. Yeah, exactly. And then they, this movie is full of action, right? Action, adventure, family, fun. I thought that this movie would be like a movie that The Rock would make. Like Daddy Daycare. Um, maybe. I mean, like the broad strokes of it, but it totally, there were some wild shifts in this. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah, there were. It was I think it, I think Wikipedia describes it as a action comedy drama romance film or something like that. They that's just throw literally all the everything. Into it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That, that's what it is. A family aspect to it. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot going on. And I don't think that I was bored at any point watching any of it. We'll talk about that later. Okay. So there's an informant who gives information about KKB. <laughs> he gets he gets a deal. They catch him. He's a bad guy. He's like, I'll cut you a deal. I'll give you information about KKB if you guys let me go. And so they he gives them info. And there's a big drug bust at KKB's club, Flamingo. And there's like lots of more pew, 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 pew. And then they catch him. And then they interrogate him. And Shah Khan does like a weird, he, there's like a lot of like good cop, bad cop stuff. So like, you know, Javed is like asking nicely. And Shah Khan takes a cigarette, puts it inside of his ear, does a weird thing, and then puts it in his mouth. And then there's smoke coming out of his ear and his mouth. Yeah, And I don't he, understand why he did that. Because he, he did that little magic trick where you hide it behind your ear. We all know, behind your hand. We all know this magic trick. And then he said, do you want me to put it into your hole? And and the answer was, no, I don't want you to do that. I'll give you all the information that you want. It was effective. Yeah, so, but KKV gets caught and then somehow he's released. Can someone explain the, like, the the judicial process here of, like, how... It really would be great because I just heard the Josh podcast also. I think you guys, I don't know if you guys have a legal consultant on standby. (laughs) If one of you is maybe married to somebody who could help out in situations like this. (laughs) But I think think looking at a lot of these movies and just understanding the the Indian penal code, I think it would be helpful. Um, Yeah. Can you hire your wife as a legal consultant? Can we hire her? I mean, she didn't go to the... IIT law school in Bangalore. She's <laughs> she going to a technology school for, for law. Yeah, that's the ridiculous part of your request. <laughs> Ask my wife if she knows about the Indian penal system. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think she could read it quickly and understand it. Or as us dum-dums, we would be like, I don't know. Do I put this in my nose? Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I do believe in in that in that particular case, they said the 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 court said that there wasn't enough evidence against KKV. So he got off. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, we learn why later on. Yeah, I guess he's released because like, you know. It Corruption. goes to the top. Corruption, yeah. yeah. And then he finds out who the informant is, and he lights the informant on fire. No. <laughs> why, why you do this? Why, why you, you do, do that? Poor boy. Do you call him a poor boy? <laughs> My poor boy. Why you did that? He lights him. Uh, he First, he douses him with, like, brandy or, like, scotch, and then he lights him on fire. And I was like, is that really how flammable scotch is? <laughs> Can you light a person on fire? I don't think he would actually, unless he's wearing like a ton of polyester. <laughs> which which he might be. Yeah. So, you know, this all the so this is going on in KKV's corner of the world. Um Javed Bhai is working super hard on his case. You see him doing paperwork in size 72 font, and he's like <laughs> He's really he's really into manning the evidence locker because at the drug bus they get all this cocaine and nudie magazines. And um Javed Pai goes up to the uncle who mans the evidence locker and has a really weird conversation with him. He's like, Stop t- stop looking at nude magazines because four out of fifty Indians have AIDS. And I was like, What? I did like the punchline afterwards when he said yeah. <laughs> You get aged just by looking at the pictures now, too? It was just such a shamey move by Javed Pai. I was like, leave him alone. He's a grown man. He can look at naked ladies if he wants to. Yeah, but if he's cranking it out during office hours (laughs) in in the evidence locker, I'm pretty sure it's going to cause some problems. Yeah. So anyway, Javed Pai starts sniffing around the locker room, and he finds out that a bunch of the cocaine is fake, and it's just powdered sugar. Yeah. But what if, like, you were to open up a bag... And like you were under the impression that it's Coke and you scoop it up with your finger and you put it in your mouth and it's not sugar. And instead it's Coke. And then Javed has to go home to his four kids conked out of his mind. (laughs) What the fuck? That's just good police work. Yeah, it was just powdered sugar. Um, And then he reports it up. And then there's an investigation going on that the CBI chief believes that there's a dirty cop working with KKV. And Javed is informed of this, and Javed's like, yeah, I mean, why else would that cocaine have turned into sugar? He also is told that there's a secret agent um, who's working from the inside to, I guess, bust KKV, uh, and only the commissioner knows that person's identity. The commissioner and Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Wait, I don't get that joke. It's a departed joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what this movie is. This movie is totally The Departed. Is it not? Do you think Martin Scorsese watched it? Scorsese? Because <laughs> you think you, you there is, The Departed is based off of, uh, I want to say, a Chinese movie? I think it was Korean, Korean I believe movie? Internal yeah. Affairs. Yeah, so I wonder when that movie came out. Well, it's very much impossible that this movie is copied off of that Korean movie. Internal Affairs came out in 1990. Oh, there you go. There you have no, it. No, wait. No, that's a Richard Gere movie. It's nope. about a psychiatrist having sex with his clients. That's not what that movie is about. Let's cover that one. That sounds interesting. I know, let's do a podcast about that one. Calm down. You're just a guest. Okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the, the Javed is informed of this and uh, that there is, there you got a dirty cop working in here and then you also have an undercover cop that's about to work on this bust. 
And then Javed is like sneaking around and doing all this work. And then Shah Khan does like a lot of FOMO and he's like moping around and he's like, you don't tell me anything. And then Javed is like, stop being a little bitch. You're all I have. And then they like hug about it. That was a nice moment. Yeah. I thought Jackie Shroff did great in this movie. He's a very good actor. I think he's uh, underrated. I think we should have a Jackie Shroff conversation at some point. I don't know if it's be yeah. after you guys do after we do the plot stuff, but uh, a long history with Jackie. Yeah, I think it's after we hang up and we should just like chop it up together. <laughs> anyway, so so Javed is basically sniffing around and he's trying to figure out who the dirty cop is. But guess what, guys? Javed's about to get got. <laughs> so Savant is one of their partners. Okay, first of all, you meet Savant right off the bat. You're like, that's it. That's the guy. Because this guy, whoever the actor is, only plays bad guys. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him in a positive role. Uh, he's also Imran Khan's stepfather, the actor Imran Khan, not the president. He's married into Amr Khan's family, but that is the first time that I remember, uh, that I recall seeing him is in Kayamatik. Yeah, yeah, he was a cousin. And I believe he was also in Lagan. He was one of the villagers in Lagan. Yeah. That, that is the thing, right? He is, he's too well known not to have like a big part in it. So you're kind of like, Oh, he's probably the bad guy, but he's not well known enough to, you know, actually matter. Yeah. yeah. So, and they also they attempt to make this uh, murder like who murdered him a secret, but yeah. uh, it's very obvious. Like they don't show his face, but you just know that it's Savant. Yeah, exactly. They linger out like he's crying a little too hard at the funeral. Yeah. He comes out but, of the van. You're like, ah, oh, yeah. In the, in the movie's defense, there's like eight million twists and turns, and some of them are really good. You think so? I, yeah, we'll talk about it, but I, I got bamboozled. Yeah, well, the, so Savan tells the guys there's a drug bust. The guys show up, they're split up, and then Javed is clearly shot by somebody he knows because he goes, a bit do, and then bang, bang, he's dead. And then Charhan finds the body in like a super disturbing way. Yeah, it was really. It was really menacing. Like, uh, I didn't like it. Yeah, Jackie Shroff was found just uh, with a cigarette. He was just kind of sitting there. There was no blood or anything, but he had a a weird smile, a knowing smile on his face because he knew that this was the end for him. And he he looked like a laugh at the irony of it. Yeah, he looked like a like a happy stuffed bear, (laughs) like a happy drunk stuffed bear. Yeah. Everybody's really sweaty in this movie as well. So sweaty. I wanted to powder everybody down. I was like, somebody get an air conditioner. Everyone is just glistening with sweat the entire movie. Um, so, yeah, Javid's dead. And it's- <laughs> and then um, there's a funeral and a, a, a reading of his will, basically. Uh, and- funeral, by the way, with that banger um, in the <laughs> I had never heard it in song before. And, well, it's Aramon. Uh, it's Aramon because he produced the music. Yes, and I, so Aramon really brings in the pipes on the Get Up game because he's like, I was like, this is lovely. I want yeah. somebody to play this at my funeral. I uh, call it at my funeral. So. <laughs> Inshallah. And oh then, <laughs> yeah. And then it's real sad because Aaron has to go and tell the kids because the kids really hate him. And it really sucks because the kids are like, uh, no, thanks. We don't want to talk to you. Um, and then Shahan's at work one day and the commissioner calls him and he's like, hey, listen, uh, he's giving you custody of everything he has. And by the way, all he has is his kids. And then <laughs> the 
the commissioner is like, "On bachon ki zimmedari tumare kando pe hai," and then it slows down and goes, "On bachon ki zimmedari tumare kando pe hai," and I know it's supposed to be like this traumatizing thing for Shah Rukh Khan, like, "Oh no, I have to take care of these kids," but I was dying laughing. Uh, Shah Rukh Khan, as usual, does not know what to do with the kids. Cause they hate. Cause as you know, until this point in the movie, he fucking hates kids. Mm, the worst. Uh, the worst. So he, uh, Juhi is at the funeral, and she offers up her help, and he's like, "All right, I, I'm gonna take you on because I have to take care of these kids." And Juhi Java is taking care of the kids, and also like very much aggressively coming for Shah Rukh Khan's dick. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like and- the energy that she's putting out there it feels very uh uh it feels very feminist she's putting it out there she's putting it on a silver saucer and just being like hey why don't you lap this up <laughs> wow yeah no she is it's probably actually the most feminist character that we've seen so far watching these movies i don't think no, that there's been a more dumb when uh oh yeah Madre yeah never mind besides uh, yeah. dude. But uh, my favorite part of her courtship with Shah Khan was when he went to go get a blanket and then he like oh my God, that on whole top thing. of her. And she's, so she's funny. yeah, it was great. It was yeah. great. Somebody great described time. it better than I did. <laughs> yeah, he falls on really? top of her and then she's like, how could you just enter right now? And imagine if you did enter, then I would have you and entered without even knocking and then I would have ended up pregnant. So like she's yeah. very much making jokes about mm-hmm. penetration. She said, he, what would I tell people? He came to get a blanket and he left me with a baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So, uh, so you know, he has help at home, so that's good. And he's getting used to a little bit of that domestic life. And I think he starts to, like, kind of take a liking to her. Um, at work, he is assigned a new partner. It's seventh. And I was like, ah, oh, brother. This isn't going to be good. <laughs> and then Arun is like, he, ha- he gets all of Javed's stuff. So he has his old notebook, and he's flipping through... And he sees the Flamingo Club because he wants to make sure that Javed's case is, you know, taken care of. And he goes back to the Flamingo Club to harass a bunch of people. And he's looking for KKV to solve Javed's murder. At the nightclub, there is a performer. And the performer performer is none other than Juhi Javla, but with contacts. And then Chahan's like, am I drunk? Am I hallucinating? And he's totally hallucinating. Uh, But then the performance ends and he goes up on stage and fully starts harassing her and security kicks him out. And then he gets home and she's home. And he's like, why were you there? And how did you get here so quickly? And you were wearing contacts. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, no, it's not possible. I know what I saw. And then he slaps her. Yeah, that was weird. The kids are like, you're a piece of shit. Didn't she also say that you should wait until we're married before you start slapping me? (laughs) If you're slapping me now, what's going to happen after we get married? She did. She did. And actually, that's the day, the the moment that we find out what her name is. Gita. Yeah, Yeah, Gita. Save some of the slapping for after the wedding. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. This twist is what got me because I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, is that Julie Chabla or is that not? And then I settled on, no, it's not. It's another person. Mm, you thought it was one of those evil twin situations? I thought it was an evil twin yeah, situation. I was like, situation. I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I also thought that I was like, okay, what's going to happen is when they go and get KKV at the end, Julie Chava is going, Gita is going to pretend to be that lady. And that's going to be part of the whole resolution of this plot. But uh, none of that like happened. Like the movie Duplicate? Just like Duplicate. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, I mean, it's a good assumption because sometimes Bollywood goes that route. So anyway, back at work, Arun's definitely got some major anger management issues. He's a hothead. Uh, he's murdered every single person that he's come across. The, the police in Mumbai have not arrested a single individual. Everybody <laughs> dies. Yeah, that's all he wants to do. He just wants to murder people. They um, also don't do like target practice because the way that they're holding their guns and just shooting, it's like nobody's like, you know, it's trying to pew, aim. Pew, pew all the time. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So KKV is just grinding Arun's gear and he shows up at the precinct to return his gun and also complain about the fact that Arun was at KKV's nightclub digging around and being an asshole and slapping the talent. So Jarhan at this point is barred from the Flamingo Club and he goes there anyway because he just doesn't give a shit about rules. And again, Duhi Javla is dancing and having a great old time with KKV. KKV is straight up doing the Elaine. <laughs> Arun gets all up in there and we find out that Arun is not above beating women as we saw in the home and now also again at the club. But he's like, I'm going to I'm going to find more drugs. And then, of course, again, there are no drugs to be found. And Arun's all frustrated. So he goes home and he takes it out on everyone. He power bombed a child. He grabbed (laughs) a three year old and then he straight up rock bottom was about to rock bottom him. And then uh, jump buck. Uh, his musical friend told him not to. <laughs> yeah, jumping is like, you're being awful and everybody is sick of it. Yeah. And Dewey's yep. like, hey, this is a lot of misdirected anger. And Jumpuk then he feels is bad. like, uh, he's like Calendar Light. He Calendar is. He Mr. is. Yeah. Have you seen Mr. India, Fahad Masood? Didn't we watch it? Um, not a Shah oh, movie, India buddy. <laughs> it's Darling uh, Yeah, India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very different movies. You know, it's a movie where Mogambo comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Mm, I don't think you have. Okay. No, I don't think I've seen it. I'm convinced. No, no. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, everybody is really mad. And then Shah Khan, he feels bad. And he apologizes to the kids through a song and dance number with many, many, many costume changes, including a very sad clown. I really appreciated the the set for this song where the floor was like moving. It was like Jamiroquai. It was great. <laughs> it was. You're right. I didn't think of that. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, things are now overall just better at home, but then shit's getting real tough at work. Everybody's got money issues because honest, honest cups don't make any money. It's real sad. Yeah, there was some commentary, I guess, on how how tough it is for cops and just I guess society in general. Where, yeah, uh, but they people, also they also had commentary on how bad the police were in Mumbai because like that kid in yeah. the very beginning was like, "Oh, are you a police officer?" And Charhan's like, "Yeah, beta, I am." And then he was just like, "You're ruining this country." <laughs> that was great. kid was awesome. Yeah. I love that kid. I want more of that kid. <laughs> in the yeah. job, he tried to fat watching the police work. Uh, they are ruining the country because, again, literally zero people have been arrested in this film, <laughs> but 900 people are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So things are rough at work. Things are better at home. But things get so rough that 
they get kicked out of their house. I didn't understand this. Like he goes to work one day and the commissioner's like, by the way, here's a notice for you to empty the house. I was like, what? Yeah, I thought that the police as part of a perk of being in the Mumbai police department, they were the ones that like arranged for housing for you. Probably. And uh, that commissioner, that piece of shit, first of all, he drops all the kids on Arun's head and then he takes the house out from under them. It's insane. And then he goes part of the one of the like death benefits for uh, Javed's children is a thousand lakh. I don't know, per month or year or ever. I don't know. And then Shah Khan said, yeah, so let me have that. And he's like, oh, you know, paperwork. It takes yeah, a while. He's like, oh, there's so you much red tape. Yeah, yeah, you know the system. Good luck. And then like, and then, yeah. And then they have to move out of this like really strange from the inside, but like nice looking house. Um, and they have to move into Shah Khan's bachelor pad. And it's, it's like, it's really the roughing Shah Khan and Juhi Jabla make out not in real, not in real life, but you know, Indian movie make out and they fall in love. And uh, then they go play house hunter, house hunter. And he's a police officer in Mumbai. She's a Punjabi <laughs> lady from Mumbai. Together, their budget is 900 crore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. And then they go in and what kind of a house is that in Mumbai? And they make houses like that? It just look like leftovers from like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like There's what? A lot, of, a lot of feng shui going on in that house. There's like, um, uh, what do you call it? What do you call those little trees? That's Bonsai trees? Bonsai. Sorry, I, just got, I just got done watching Cobra Kai season two. <laughs> yeah, that looks like a Benihana. <laughs> And like they go and they check out this house and they're all like impressed and they really like it and they know that they can't afford it. They pretend to get married. Do they? I don't. I don't remember seeing that. Uh, Never mind. It's not, it's not important. Imagining herself marrying Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> That's weird. I don't know. You got the hots for him, not me. What? No. One of the things I wrote during this was like, why is it that the I can hear. Every single breath Shah Khan takes, you can like you're like hearing from inside of his mouth, and well, I, I really hate it. I believe it's mostly because the way that they used to make these movies, there's a lot of uh, recording done afterwards, right? Mm. So most of his dialogue uh, usually was done afterwards. That's why it's ADR. All I mean. They call it ADR. There you go. Yeah, I hated it. I didn't like that. It made me very uncomfortable listening to the sounds of the inside of his mouth. But I do think he looked good. I thought he looked great. His body was banging. His mm. body was banging. Yes, mm. it was. It I will give you that. There. I it will give cut. you that. I will give you that. He didn't look bad. He didn't look bad. Yeah. I also feel like he looked taller than he usually does. Unless Joey Job was like four foot seven. I, I also think it's because Jumpbook was there. Oh, <laughs> Jumpbook. Yeah. yeah. Jumpbook is like a Polly Pocket. Yeah, like and he walked in on him while he was taking a shower multiple he times. Did. Oh, yeah. He did. Jumpbook goes in and asks him, Do you shower naked? And I was like, <laughs> What is happening with Jump Jump Book's a never nude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, things are tough. They can't buy this house. Stuff at work's getting real tight. They're living in this shithole. And then they find out that uh, his coworker kills himself because he can't make ends meet. And they, the statement there is, you know, honest cops die make, trying to make an honest living. And if you don't take a bribe or you don't work with corrupt people, there's no way that you can make it as a cop. That guy had a great body, too. 
Oh, oh my god, that guy was amazing looking. I was like, "Who yeah. are you? Where did you go?" He looks like Chris Evans in Captain America. Okay, really let's did. not. Let's the not body. Oh, <laughs> Shahan's like, I don't know what to do. But then he remembers that KKV has a safe with money in it at his club. So Shahan goes and robs KKV at the club, and um, while he's there, obviously Gita, evil, evil Gita. Evil Gita is there. He robs them. He throws money in Gita's face and then he leaves. And he's not a complete monster because he actually drops off a majority of the money to an orphanage. Yeah, that was weird uh, because one when his co-worker died, the other cops were like, oh, how many more police officers have to die? <laughs> and then he was like, no one's going to die. And then he took half the money for himself and half the money for the orphanage and he's like I thought he was going to drop some off at his friend's house yeah like, I, thought I thought he was, was going like, to drop some money yeah. off at the dead cop's family's house that's what I thought was happening he had but, seen how the orphanage worked when he was you know thinking about putting the kids it, it there. looked like they were eating pretty well I'm not going to lie the food <laughs> situation they had like the nine nun looked really good didn't it the nun the, looked really the javel, good it was like 90 pounds of javel in there and it looked amazing <laughs> They probably ate better than they did at Charles Hunter. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But anyway, he uses the rest of the money to buy that really nice house with cash. And Gita's like, um, so how'd you get this money? And then Shahan's like, I'm Santa. And Gita doesn't <laughs> believe him because who the fuck would? <laughs> like, also, they don't have Santa in Haryana, so. <laughs> no. It's like his financial advisor. Instead of like Schwab. <laughs> He's like Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, all this is happening. Stuff is just getting rough in his personal life. And there is still an investigation to find the snitch. So the commissioner goes to the CBI chief at this point and is like, listen, we have a breakthrough. But in order to make sure this works, we'll have to arrest a good cop to teach the bad cop a lesson. And he's like, all right, if you think that that's a good idea. And then they arrest our Khan by framing him for being in possession of the drugs that turned into powdered sugar and the murder of Javed. Samith is like, no, he's being framed. And Samith is like, don't worry, I'll take care of the kids. And then there's a trial. I think it's an inquiry. <laughs> is that what they really call it? Over there yeah, they do, yeah. They're, I think it's like more of like a grand jury investigation where you decide whether charges should be placed, if there should be a trial. Because they were like, at the end of it, they said, you are under suspicion for these crimes, so you're suspended until we mm -hmm. get to the bottom of this. Look exactly. at you, you lawyer ass son of a bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> By osmosis. The bar in the last 33 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, IIT. Um, IIT school <laughs> So during this uh, questioning, Shah Khan is like, they're like, you know, well, where'd you get the drugs from? And he's like, I don't know how the drugs got there. And they're like, all right, well, how the fuck did you buy that mansion? And he's like, mm, I rented it. Mm -mm, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I rented it and then they immediately called the real estate agent. <laughs> Such a this stupid lie. <laughs> this is public record. The real estate agent is like, nah, that dude bought it on cash. So they're like, okay, well, here's the thing. We think that you also uh, stole money from KKV's club because there was a recent robbery there and we have a, hit a witness who believes they saw you. And that witness is an undercover agent who was working a sting operation at KKV's nightclub the night that you robbed him and you fucked up the entire plan. And then the secret agent comes in and it's Gita. This one actually got me. I mean, I, I realized that a few minutes before she was introduced, but because they didn't keep alluding to the fact that there's a undercover police officer, 
I kind of forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's Gita. I'm telling you, they they did a good job with the suspense on this one. Either that or I'm dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Gita's like, uh, yep, it was him. And they're like, how do you know it was him? And she's like, oh, because of his voice and because, oh, also I'm in love with him. No, and she also says it's his voice and the way that he threw money at me. (laughs) (laughs) This is a really tough beat. You get identified by the way you throw money at women. Yeah, it's rough. But yeah, she tells him, she's like, you know, I do love him and I know he's a good person, but I also know that he stole the money. So Shah Khan loses his job, but he doesn't go to jail. Because he just got suspended. They're going to do the trial. Of course, because cops don't go to jail. Not in America, not in India. He didn't go to jail because it's still an inquiry as Fahad Masood Esquire just is. He goes home and um, Gita is there and she's explaining to the kids what's happened. And Shahan is like super mad. And Gita's like, bro, we had our biggest bust and you fucked it up by robbing KKB. And Shahan's like, I had to steal. Look at all these fucking kids in this house. They drink so much milk. <laughs> Do you know how many Jordans I got to buy? <laughs> and he gets real handsy with her. It was real. Uh, yeah. At one point he said, you think I'm a criminal? Let me, let me show you how a criminal treats women. Yeah. I don't love it. I kind of liked it. Oh. (laughs) No, no, it was messed up. It was messed up. You're not going to get invited back to the next episode. No, no, I'm sorry. I really hated it. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Um, So then there's like a whole chase, right? Because at this point now, Shah Khan has to clear his name. He goes to Javed's grave. He's all sad. And then he remembers that one time he saw Javed roughing up the evidence locker uncle. And that's the day before he was murdered. So he goes to the evidence locker uncle's house. And that guy's a real piece of shit. He's having an affair. A real casual affair. He walks in and his lady is still like. Yeah, she, it's like he just rolled off of her. Yeah, oh. it, it was it was pretty explicit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because she's got like bed sheets like just covering up to her knees or whatever. It was very weird. But she's just a side piece, right? And that's just yeah. that that's like not his house. It's just I think it was uh, implied that she's a constituent. Yeah. 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 All right. So he rubs him up and he's like, Tell me what you did. And and he's like holding him up against the balcony. He's like, Tell me what you did, or I'll throw you over this balcony like Gajal's sister and Bazigar. Oh, JD's another guy that works on their team. <laughs> so the evidence uncle guy confesses that JD has been working with KKV and it goes all the way to the top. And the night of Javed's murder, he had figured out figured it out and he came to rough me up, and that's why I oh, I had to tell everybody, and then that's why they offed him. It wasn't quite clear to me, but did Arun then throw this guy oh, over yeah, the he murdered him. yeah he yeah murdered it's him. a real man on fire situation oh he says and he goes toward the and then he just lets him go and he falls 25 stories to yeah. his Wait, did that I wonder happen? if somebody yeah yeah well I don't they don't show it but obviously oh, I was like yeah no I didn't know that's why I'm asking they didn't show it and Bollywood no. is not above showing somebody falling off of a 25 feet balcony I just hope the lady got paid I hope that Arun <laughs> actually you know took care of the bill I doubt it. He said money's on the counter. Go on. All right, continue. Yeah. Then Sharhan calls, he calls Gita. He's like, Gita, listen, okay? It's, uh, it's Everybody's involved. They're all corrupt. JD is involved. So I'm going to go to JD's house. And she's like, all right, cool. And then you cut to JD's house and he gets got. And then Sharhan shows up. You know, obviously he sees that JD's dead. There's like a rain soaked chase on foot against Carmen San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
And then um, he runs into Gita because Gita's there too, because she's a cop. So she's like, he's like, who knew that Jade, I was going to go see JD right now. And Juhi's like, I told the commissioner. And then so at that point, I thought the commissioner was a snitch. And here's where the holes in the plot showed up for me. Because like, this didn't make any sense. Juhi tells him that she told the commissioner. Shah Khan thinks the commissioner is a snitch. Shah Khan goes to the commissioner's house to kill him. And Juhi's like, hey, calm down. Don't kill him. And Shah Khan's like, I'll be fine. Go home and take care of the kids and take Savanth with you. And then you cut to Savanth being a piece of shit. And then he's on the phone with KKV. KKV is taking a speaker phone call. But he has like a... (laughs) Yeah, it's like one of those 1997 like corporate desk phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just holding up to his head. I was like, oh, isn't, yeah. this, isn't this Colin Speaker? And, and that was the that was the plot hole for you? <laughs> was <it> no, <laughs> sorry. So KKB's there. He is on the phone with Seventh, and Seventh is like, "Yeah, JD's dead. Uh, you know, I tried to get Arun, but uh, Arun shot me, and, and I'm gonna go to the kids and blah blah blah." And KKB's like being, you know, just menacing in general and just being. This is when everybody just does a lot of evil laughing. So much evil laughing, and then KKB's there with a mystery person, and who is it? No, none other than the head of the CBI. Who and I had I no like, idea that we had met. No, we had met him because there were yeah. multiple times the commissioner was having a meeting with the head of the CBI mm. to tell him that there is an, an internal investigation going on to find a rotten cop and also there is an undercover cop working right, 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 for K, right. you know under KKV. And then the the guy who plays the head of the CBI, he all of a sudden gets like a really weird accent. Yeah, okay, I did not I I, think, a, I didn't yeah. know why that happened. Because he's evil he now. He's like, this, whole, is, yeah. this is what how I really becomes, talk. Yeah. What well, he's like, meh, arunko, ne, charunga. Like, he starts talking really weird. He starts talking like a, a person who doesn't speak Hindi. Yeah, that was weird. How do you it get elected? He, what? Yeah, well, I mean, it's possible. But do you get elected to CBI position? How does that work? Or do you just climb the corporate um, ladder? I think you climb the corporate ladder. I don't think it's like a sheriff. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, the head of the CBI is real evil and he gets a really weird accent. And um, and then after this point, it's just like any other like Michael Bay movie. It's just like explosions and chase scenes. There's a chase scene with like a jet and multiple helicopters and like an orange tractor, but like a tractor trailer, but without the trailer. So it just looks I like a tractor a trailer. There's an old time. It was, he was driving Mater. <laughs> Yeah. And then there's like an explosion in an airplane hangar. KKB's on a private jet with the head of the CBI. KKB shoots the head of the CBI. Like it's completely insane at this point. And everybody's there. Basically, every single character from the entire movie is there. Savanth is there inexplicably with the children. I don't know why. But <laughs> I like when he kills. So Savanth, like at towards the end of the movie, towards the end of this action sequence, um, he shoots KKV just as KKV. KV is about to tell him who shot Javed. And then he was like, guys, we got to go. It's too dangerous for the children here. And it's like, nobody told you to bring the kids. Yeah, why are the kids here? Exactly. You could have left the kids at home with Jumpuck. Like, there's no reason for the kids to be they there. They bought Jumpuck too. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody get in the car. <laughs> And then, then Savanth, you know, KKV is like, no, it was Savanth, right? Because he gets shot and then he psychotically emerges from the beyond. He just jumps right back up on his feet. <laughs> he, does. he pops up. He pops right back up and he's like, 
<laughs> it was Savant, and then he dies again. Yes. And then Savant is like, ha ha ha. He, he just goes completely insane. He also gets like a weird voice. Every time somebody confesses to their being evil, they just, they have a brand new voice. And while he's confessing, he's like doing really confusing math. Oh yeah, one, there were four and now there's three, then there's two, then there's one, but now there's four again. So carry the three and you got six. One, two, go four. That's why this movie's called that. That's as, so there's one other part where they say, yeah, one, two, go four, or something like that, right? Because I always wondered why this movie's called one, two, go four, and I still don't know. I thought it was because of that uh, Ram Lakhan movie, but then I I don't know why they would name it after because that song, like yeah, I thought it was something about it not adding up or it being like a mystery or something like. I that. I think it's probably like a Hindi saying, like yeah. one Google four, and oh, we just don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you do that? You're our intern now. Can you look that up? Okay, great. So anyway, this is happening because if it's a song, why was it a song first? You're right. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's not much else. Shahan beats Savant and Savant. And then he the kid, sentences the kids him. Watch him. Yeah. The kids watch him fly into a propeller, and they're like, well, "Yay!" Did he fly into a propeller? Because it looked like the propeller just blew him back. No, he was flying into the propeller. It was oh, okay. uh, out of uh, I want to say face off. Oh. So a lot of a lot of this is uh, is um, inspired by John Woo movies, I believe. Mm. Even the action and everything, it's like those Hong Kong like uh, mm-hmm. like police action movies, mm. just done really really poorly. Yeah, and that's, that's it. That's the movie. That's why there's chickens in it instead of pigeons. Oh, <laughs> that, that's a John Woo reference. Yes, it is because he always lets pigeons fly. That's part of that's kind of his thing. But then they had a lot of chickens because mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not as good. Anyway, so that's the movie. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the movie. And then, you know, he gets his but job back. But some would say pigeons aren't as good as chickens. Okay. That's well, nice. you can't eat lots. Of, uh, what do you get more meat out of? Definitely chickens, I mean, right? definitely a chicken. I, I, but, I don't know why I asked that question. <laughs> that was such a crazy question. Does anybody eat pigeon eggs? People eat uh, pigeons. Egyptians love a pigeon, but mm-hmm. do they eat pigeon hey, eggs? Let's not speak in generalities. Ah, it's true. Go to that one it's restaurant true. on Steinway where the guy will just feed you whatever he feels like making. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's not pigeon. It's the other bird, the small bird. What's the small bird it's called? It's not. Quail. It's not always just quail. Yeah. It's also pigeon sometimes. Yeah. I don't think pigeon. I've ever had a pigeon. I'm gonna have to life. research this, and then I'm gonna have to cut it out. If it's no, it's not true. true. <laughs> anyway, what did you guys think of the movie? Mm, well. On a scale of negative five to five, I give it a one, two, cut, two and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought it was enjoyable. It was, I was literally on the edge of my seat. Again, I really do think I'm stupid because I was like, whoa, it was the chief. Um, but it got me. It got me. I thought Joey Chabla did a great job. I thought Jackie Shroff. I was like, I, I, I think I used. Well, he was like a second tier actor in my mind, but he's great. Well, he's a second tier actor for us because like we started watching movies in the nineties. But I think for people who were watching Bollywood movies in like the eighties, like the late eighties, he was like a big deal. Well, yeah. actually, I think he would. Uh, he could be like the like the main lead in a movie. 
but he always worked best, you know, in like an ensemble piece, like uh, Ramla Khan. That's the name of the movie with Anna Kapoor, right? Or like mm-hmm. Garma. Yeah. Um, he was in. He's been a. He been was in King Anka and also King Three Monkey. Exactly. And uh, watching uh, watching this made me excited to watch Dave Das because I was like, I I oh, think he killed it in there. Yeah. Right. He's, he's he's very good. I like him a lot. I enjoy a Jackie Shroff uh, appearance. He's kind of got like an old man swagger, like kind of yeah. like a like a. I don't want to say Alec Baldwin, but um, maybe Alec Baldwin when he was better. Yeah, well, he reminded me of. Um, I don't know if anybody watched Sex in the City here, but uh, he reminded me of Mr. Big. Yeah, mm. for sure. Okay. By the, the way, I'm looking at his filmography, and Homie is cranking out at least eight to ten movies a year. And in the 80s, it was like 12 movies a year. All right, so let's do a Jackie yeah, Shroff podcast after this I'm, one. I'm not, no. Um, he was in a movie called like Hero, right? I remember that was like his big debut. Yeah. And then he was he was like a consistent leading actor, but he was never like a super duper star. Mm-hmm. He was in yeah. um, 100 Days, which was like the scariest movie I'd ever seen. Was it scary? I can't remember anything it was, about it, except there was like a skeleton in a closet or a wall. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, another old Indian movie called Sat Salbad, which is the scariest Indian movie I've ever seen. Terrifying. Ooh, I should watch that. There was a, do you remember that movie where it was Jackie Shroff and uh, who's Saf Ali Khan's first wife? The movie is called Aina. Aina. And is that the one where he goes, crazy food, crazy? <laughs> it sure is. I love that movie. <laughs> also, I feel like Jackie Shroff's English is really good. There are a few times where he's speaking English and he was just like, damn, are you from like Boston? I don't know where he would be from. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, he was good. I loved him. And his Urdu was good too. Like I bought him being a Muslim. Yeah, he did. Because the one time the commissioner's like, how are you? And he's like, Alhamdulillah. And I was like, oh, that's good. He said it better than me. Like (laughs) he was really good. I believed it. Okay. Let's talk about the music from this movie. Oh, also I'm going to rate it a two. Negative five to five, I give it a two. Real? Am I allowed to give a rating? I would also give it a two. It's a it's a thumbs up for me. I'd still watch it again. Sure, yeah. why not? Like yeah, you know, if, if like you have somebody in your family that's like obsessed with one to go for, I get it. It'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if you had like a sister and she said that um, her favorite Shah Khan movie was this movie. I would believe it. I mean, if, I, if somebody was to have somebody in their family like that, I think they would just question all of their decision making but <laughs> i honestly i don't think i don't think she knows i don't think she remembers this movie i bet you if we asked mina to describe this movie to us she would like give us like i don't know and she'd be like and then they go to college and then Kajol's there and <laughs> what <laughs> then i have a lot of questions about there's no way that she remembers the plot of one duka four who could i forgot it what do you think about this mu- the music i have thoughts uh, probably, on the music the worst have- uh, soundtrack that AC a- AC Rahman AC Slater ever did. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was bad. So I really like the songs from this movie. So I here's do. here's my problem with the songs, and I believe that this is this may be a bigger a bigger uh, AR Rahman problem, which is sometimes he's obviously the most talented music director in Indian movie history, right? But sometimes it feels like. It's like they're like trying to jam his type of music into yeah. a movie that doesn't fit it. Right. And this one was especially that. It was like glaringly obvious that like this isn't the type of music that this movie should have had. Mm-hmm. 
It should have had like a more like, you know, nineties type of vibe. Yeah. Especially that song that, uh, SRK and Jackie Shroff, like their, their one song together. I forgot which one it was called, but like the, the playback singers and everything. Yeah. Where they're at a picnic and it it was a very AR Rahman song, but not something that would fit in this movie. I really like the songs from this movie, but I think also the songs and the videos from this movie were on the same DVD that I watched <laughs> the Josh songs on. Right? Real worth. I feel like it was because it was, I knew yes. all of these songs and I knew all the music videos. And speaking of the music videos, the other thing about this movie is that you can tell that this movie was made over a long period of time because there's certain scenes where even Shah Khan looks younger and he's got his big floppy Shah Khan hair, like from the 90s. And then there's certain scenes where you have like post Mahabatha, like good hair, Shah Khan. Yes. And same thing with like the, the, how the film looks, like how um, the production value looks. And you can see the same thing with the music video. So it looks like they put a lot of effort into like modernizing the music videos. And the music videos actually do fit the songs. Like some of the music videos do fit the songs, especially the songs with Jui Jabla in it. But they don't fit in the movie. I agree with that. But I do really like the music. I do. I don't know. I felt I didn't love this soundtrack. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm not going to do the podcast anymore. (laughs) 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 I can read between the lines. Okay. Um, Is this a Red Chili's movie? Mm Mm-hmm. Was this one of his? One of his no, this was a Dreams Unlimited that became a Red Chili's. Red Chili's. Yeah, this is. Uh, pretty... I heard the last podcast. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's... and yeah, yeah that, that is the one thing because it is Sharfan's own production, right? Um, where it does feel like okay, all of this stuff. The movie's disjointed and there's like too much going on, but it does feel like he is at least trying something because he could have done like Yash Raj movies, you know all day long but he was like you know what let me try to switch it up a bit try to do this john woo type of shit for no reason. yeah i mean even like pirby dile and the stani right because that was his other dreams unlimited production mm-hmm. it, it's actually not a terrible movie they're not bad movies and they're not your typical indian movies but yes. they're like good plots that get a bunch of typical indian movie shit like crammed into it and that makes it bad Exactly. So I, I think the intention is good. The execution is poorly lacking. Yeah. This is also the era now that we're fully into like seeing Shah Khan's nipples in every single movie. <laughs> like he's again in a lot of like mesh tops, like button down shirts, but they're mesh or fishnet. Mm, and we just were like, I. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so that was fun. <laughs> I uh, I do have to uh, bring up one point from your Baby uh, and Asani podcast, which I believe there was a discussion as to whether or not Jesus, Julie who invited this guy. Why is he the <laughs> goddamn God, correction? I'm, it back. I, I'm not I'm not correcting anything. Okay. I'm just bringing back a discussion. Well, point. I apologize then. And the discussion point was: Is Jui Chavla hot? Oh. Do you guys remember that? And yeah, there's I a lot of. It hemming and hawing and i don't remember where you guys landed on it because well, I was i'll repeat intent. where i land on it okay let me just state where i thought i thought she is hot if you think like reese witherspoon is hot she gives me the same type of vibes you're like girl next door cutie patootie i, I don't do know where agree. i fell in Perbi de hindustani but i'm gonna say julie chavla's hot she is hot She's hot, like no doubt about it. Hot. I do agree that she is probably prettier. You're so passionate. Put it away. Is, I, know, I, was, I was very upset when I heard it. 
<laughs> I was like, how dare they? She's been with me for 31 years. With you specifically. Since QSQT. Yeah. Well, yeah. When she first came up in the game, she was just like adorable. Like she was just, you couldn't not like her. And then even actually when you watched, like when we watched Dar, I think I was like, wow, she is, she's looking sexy in Dar. She looks really good in Dar. Um, But she's also, you know, portrayed as like a more sexy character. But in other movies, like A Yes Boss or like, was it Rajubanga Gentleman or all these movies, he's not, she's not necessarily... She's not really cast that way. She's more of like not, a yeah, she's, not, she's not amplifying, I guess, that part of her features. I will say in this movie, in her power suit, I was like, yes, sis. Like at the end, she's got her hair down. She's in a suit. They're Mr. and Mrs. Smithing round. I was like very into Juhi Javelina's suit in this one. There you go. Well, I'm happy I brought it back up. And I'm Great. happy you guys have recanted your previous. Uh, where did I? Yeah. Where did I fall? Was I not? Pro Joey Java is hot. I believe he said you were hemming oh, and okay. hawing. Uh, yeah, you were. There's lots of hemming and hawing. Well, hawing. first of all, I don't want to objectify Joey Chavla, All right, so I have to ask her if it's okay if I objectify her, and she responded. She said, "Yeah, it's cool. Go for it." So, oh wow. Anyway, she's very cute, mm-hmm. and I'd punch you in the face to get to her. I mean, that's, that's fine. Fair. You could yeah. you could punch. I don't mind being punched in the face if you want to go get some poon. I don't <laughs> mind. Please. Um, for Raju Bungaya podcast, I've been podcast, <laughs> and I'm Noor. Oh, oh I'm wow. Fahad. Oh my <laughs> God, you're using your <laughs> name. <laughs> I I am <laughs> Noor. It's like a Spartacus moment. <laughs> anyway, um, for Raju Bungaya podcast, it's all of us. And uh, next week we're going to be talking about Ahsoka, which I'm embarrassed to say, I enjoyed and i cried watching so mm. i recall that event yeah I, you've I only been like shaming me for it you've been, <laughs> you've been shaming me for it for 19 years Oof, what a terrible movie it's really bad i can't wait mm. um please add us nobody who's list anyway and look just if you on the off chance that you haven't i mean not the off chance if you're listening just uh give and us some reviews share and share <laughs> and even if you do give us a review on itunes or whatever and then um yeah carry on with your day so thanks for listening guys i'm hungry okay. bye, bye. bye. bye.